Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and this is my gallant assistant engineer, Gabriel. Hello. And that sample you just heard was Gravity by Holding Absence, who I've got on the show with me right now. They've got a new 7-inch double A-side picture disc LP, which is currently available. And right now I'm being joined by James, who is the lead bassist of the band, I believe. I like the fact that you said lead bassist. That makes me feel better about it. <laughs> so, Thanks, you're quite welcome. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the show, James. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Great to have you guys on. I dig what you kids are up to. Uh, it makes me sound old. makes you sound young. I don't know. <laughs> Us young whippersnappers. We're feeling old at the moment, man. We're, we're getting to that age where it's like... Are we doing? Are we doing well for our age? A lot of our friends have have uh, quote unquote real jobs now, and we're still here. But wouldn't get to do this podcast if we if we, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of that scene in Shaun of the Dead where it's just oh we just bought a house, bought. Yes, yeah, getting older. <laughs> that whole thing. Such a good film. I know. <laughs> yeah. The gravity of the situation. Speaking of which, let's go listen back to that track, <laughs> Gravity. Gravity. Candlelight 
Coming back from the track Gravity, which my note is an explosive track. And I think one of the things that really got me, James, was that the song is called Gravity. So I'm expecting something to be weighty, heavy, uh, melancholic, brooding. Uh, and maybe that's spiced in there like black pepper in a, in a good lamb roast or something. But immediately, it didn't strike me as uh, anything but perhaps a juxtaposition, the energy of the song and the song title. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I wonder if our I wonder if our our gravity is the holds the most weight. We'll we'll have to. The, the one thing that bumps me out about that track is that there are one thousand songs called Gravity already. We're, we're we're usually quite good with our song titles, but I don't know how we how we let that one slip through the net. But um, yeah, I definitely think it's it's it was it was written um in a time where we found out that um our U.S. visas had been denied. So um. We were we were actually supposed to be spending a month in America and and Canada, and um, we we were like okay, well, what what are we going to do now? We can either sort of sit sit around and feel sorry for ourselves, or we can try and try and just get straight back into uh, writing music. And I think the the song wrote itself is it's a song about sort of encapsulating the feeling of not being able to. Um, like without trying to quote the lyrics directly, but without trying to see, uh, be, being able to find the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, so it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a rough time for us all, but um, fr- from it came that. So I guess we, yeah, we made we made something good out of a bad situation. Yeah, you know the funny thing is the Rolling Stones had their U.S. visas denied multiple times. <laughs> oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean at that time, I think because of how popular they were, they were able to. Uh, wrangle a few things with some government offices, but they were like tailed by police and FBI, and it, it, I don't think it was necessarily the best time. Um, but uh, yeah, if you read, oh my goodness gracious, what is it called? But the band members have written biographies on their own, and there's one in particular uh, from Keith Richards. I can't remember what it's called, but he spends a great deal of time talking about how much they would get uh, trailed by police wherever they went in any country they went to because of their uh, their popularity. They were allowed to play, however, based on their reputation, uh, they were tra- right, okay. trailed quite extensively by 
by everybody. So that's super interesting. I watched. Uh, I can't remember what I watched the other day, but I, um, oh, I watched a bit of a morbid thing to watch. I watched it first thing in the morning, and my and both my housemates are like, "Couldn't you pick something better?" But I watched the uh, the Twenty Seven Club documentary, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it has a uh, it's Brian Jones. That's right, isn't it? Yep, Brian Jones. Beach Boys, uh, and I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that uh, that the other members of the Rolling Stones kind of like stole his style, and and I believe that Mick Jagger stole his girlfriend at one point. Oh, when's Brian? So, oh man, it gets crazy. Uh, who was it? Eric Clapton took the song "Layla" by Eric Clapton is George Harrison's wife, and oh wow, yeah, he took George Harrison's wife, and George Harrison was on this big uh, spiritual Indian guru thing. So his response to that was you know, go ahead and have her because evidently you two are meant to be together. Um, wow, what a guy. I know, right? That's a, that's a, I wish I... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to react the same way as that, but... Yeah, I know. Respect. How could he? But interesting. So written in a time where uh, I guess things were getting a bit heavy and so you guys decided to write some music. Um, so absolutely fantastic. Now, for... If you enjoy the track Gravity, you'll be super excited. So there is a music video that accompanies the track. Uh, so if you go and go to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca, you can go and check out the music video. Well, speaking of Birdcage, let's go listen to that track, Birdcage. Birdcage! I'm the mortal coil wrapped around your finger at the end of every day. Pushing daisies through your letterbox Never help me find a way You've given up on the things That you told me to believe in I remember the look on your face When you told me you were leaving
from the track of birdcage now what is this track about what's the birdcage that's a good question i think i mean I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna paraphrase from what i've heard our vocalist lucas say in the past about this song when, when he's been asked i believe it's a song that sort of tries to encapsulate the feeling of um of being stuck inside a relationship that also just sort of makes you feel com- completely lost well, i guess it's, i guess it's i guess it's falling 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 um head over heels um, with someone but then losing that and then and then trying to come to terms with everything and wondering wondering whether whether that was really all it all it was cracked up to be i um as, as far as i think that's the best job i can do of trying to trying to explain it <laughs> it's definitely uh, definitely uh, I, I i suppose it could be could be a love song for sure. Well, I mean, you mentioned that that it, it's a bit of a, a love song. It starts off almost, if I dare say, ballad-like. You got the pad in the background, you know, holding up the the soft vocal, mm-hmm. um, you know. So I'm actually listening to the song right now, which is how I know all those wonderful tidbits of information. <laughs> hey, the more place we can get, the, the, the better, so feel free to do that as much as you like. Exactly. Um, you know, with the electronic drums in the background. And then it just flipping explodes. And the compressor, I can hear the compressors like going, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we were lucky to get um, Nolly from Periphery. I don't, I don't know how familiar you are. But um, to do the to do the mix, and he's he just managed to make it sound massive when it when it sort of explodes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and we'll get to that in just one quick tidbit of a second. Um, but I wanted to let you know that if you enjoyed the track of Birdcage, you can go ahead and check out the lyric video and follow along with the lyrics and come up with your own interpretations. You can go and go to today's show notes at www.therockpedalpodcast.ca and. Let's take a quick second to chat a bit about this 7-inch double A-side picture disc LP. And I'm going to be honest with you, James. I have no idea what any of that means. I'm just reading what the label sent me. <laughs> so um, you, you can't have two A-sides. There's not two heads to a coin. There's a heads and a tails. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a very good point. I guess we... we think that they're both good enough. To, I, guess, I, guess, I guess we don't want the... Um, a lot of the times when you say something is a B-side, it often means that it's uh, it's the less good song of the two, and it's more of more of like an album kind of kind of song. Um, and, I, and I suppose what we wanted to do is just release two songs that we think 
are good enough to stand on their own that we did in a time of uh, the time of hardship. And just 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 to sort of give everyone who supports our band something to enjoy while they can't actually see us live, because we think that you know that's that's the the thing that everybody loves is it's the live shows. But obviously, because we can't do that at the moment, we just figured that uh, they can at least listen to some new music that we we made a while ago. Yeah. Makes sense. And for anybody who actually wants real B-sides, there's two of them that are holding absence currently. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, something something to chat about, though, is, you know, I've got a note on the tracks that you guys worked with Ramesh for the production of it. You guys got Nolly for the mixing of it. And then for the mastering, you had Jens, uh, Jens Bogren, for those who don't know, Adam Nolly Get Good, for those who don't know, and then uh, Ramesh Dodd Dan Goda. Correct. You nailed that. He 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 often makes jokes about all the different ways that his name has been said. So see, so yeah, you killed it. I don't know how some people have got it so wrong. I I can't remember he rem, I remember him telling us such a funny story, but I don't want to do the story injustice by getting the name wrong. But but he's yeah, people people seem to struggle with the second name. Now, I guess my my lead question is, you know, we've got quite the team working on these two tracks. So either you guys have got a bit of quid to spend and you know where to spend it, or you guys just wanted to try some things. Uh, Cause I mean, Ramesh could easily could have done the whole thing or Nolly easily could have done the whole thing. Why even get Jens involved? He's on a different, he's in a different country. Yeah. To be honest, um, <laughs> I, I can't even remember why Jens did it. I think it's, it, it's, I have a feeling that, that that's like, the the guy that Nolly would tend like no I think it that comes from the Nolly camp in terms of like Nolly's like look if you go into the distance again paying me to mix it then at least then also get Jens to master it because obviously a lot of the time the mastering can affect the mix so I believe I think I think it might just be yeah him sort of saying hey get hey get Jens involved then if you if you can um, as far as going with Ramesh we've known him for years obviously he um, his studio is about a 20 minute walk from, from where I live, um, from, from where I am this second. And, um, he's, he's done a ton of, a ton of great Welsh bands over the years. And, um, we, we mainly went to him because, um, we needed to get somewhere quick. We, we went the second, the second we found out that, um, the second that we found out that we, we weren't going to America, we were like, okay, we need to, we just need to have at it. We need to, record some music and um Ramesh had expressed that he he would be interested in working with us so uh like big shout out to him he he moved some things in his schedule to to fit us um fit us in and we had a good time working with him and then um I I believe we wanted to just try Nolly out because we wanted to we wanted to naturally step things up and we thought that uh we we love we love a, a whole bunch of stuff that Nolly's done like some some of the bits and bobs um, he's done, you know, the the things in periphery and the bits he's done for architects. Um, we the other thing was we um, we decided that so many people already liked our singer's voice um, on the album, but we were actually quite disappointed with with how the vocals came out on the album. So we we wanted to be sure that the newer songs really did his vocals justice. Um, I, I believe that like we're one of the sort of few bands in the scene where our singer can actually sing. I, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. That shouldn't be a thing. But I. I, I strongly think that it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. All right. Well. 
James, unless there's anything that I missed that you wanted to chat about, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's, it's been a blast. I um, Shout out to, was it Gabriel? Gabriel. Shout, shout out, out to, to Gabriel. Gabriel. Um, there we I'm go. I'm going on tour with somebody because I was airdropping to a song by doing dab, dab, like just dabbing. So I'm going to go <laughs> on stage with them. Oh, who are you going to go on stage with? Is it, is it someone I'd know? No, it's a band we chatted with. Well, he's got offers because he's taking drum lessons and he's got oh, offers. Cool. Yeah, he's got offers from uh, Ryan from I'm Monolith. Nice. Ryan used to play with uh, the Devin Townsend Project, for those who don't know. So he's got, um, when they come through from Vancouver, because we're next door, we're in Edmonton. And uh, the last time a monolith came through last year, I hung out with Ryan um, and John. So that was cool. Um, And then they said this next time they come around, and then obviously the virus hit, so it'll be postponed. But um, they can come up on stage, and Gabriel can get a drum lesson from Ryan up on stage, and then... Uh, there was a band from New Zealand called Devil Skin. Cool. I know those guys. Yeah. And I think it's Nick. Nick from Devil Skin. Um, and then, yeah, the song Road, I'm going to be air drumming with. Yeah. So they said we'll bring them up on stage and um, for the song Corrode. Oh, well, if you if you want to add to that list, I'm sure that uh, our drummer Ashley would love to uh, do do something drum related. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he'd be... Uh, He'd be down. You probably, you probably keeps in time better than than he, he would anyway. So uh, <laughs> yeah, if you fancy that sometime when we when we eventually make it over, that'd be very cool. Fantastic! You hear that, son? What? You can play with their drummer Ashley. I'm the mortal coil wrapped around your finger at the end of every day. Pushing daisies through your letterbox Never help me find a way You've given up on the Hello, hello, or should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca There you can sign up for our newsletter, and find out more information about today's show.